Coming up, readings beyond the raffle and Theoryland approved conjecture. Deep dive into the spells and scrolls of nerd culture. Absorb Stormlight. Home sympathy. Harness Sayadar and Sayadeen. This is Phantology. You may have heard of us. All right, what is up, 2020? Survivors, Phantology is here with our end of 2020 recap. We'll kind of talk about what happened this month. We'll talk about our most recent Twitter competition, introduce January's competition, and give you a little bit of a peek, a sneak peek, look ahead into 2021, what we're looking forward to. And we'd be remiss if we didn't say, look, this is our episode number 100. So Phantology is hitting a big milestone here. Episode 100, and uh, we're also going to talk a little bit about Phantology and, and the journey it's been over the past years, right? Yeah, it's going to be fun. We've been really looking forward to this episode. We've planned it out for, I don't know, like this whole month. Yeah, so from uh, November of 2019, it's kind of when things got rolling and then most of 2020, especially once COVID hit, that's when, uh, <laughs> that's when a hobby became a necessity and uh, Phantology really... Really some might say off. a full-time job. Yeah, yeah, at least <laughs> for some of us. <laughs> but really, it's been nice to kind of help us keep in touch and help maintain some sanity. All of our workspaces kind of got upgraded to to handle podcasts. So, I mean, I know Stevens has gotten a as any YouTube viewer would know right now. Stevens has gotten a big upgrade this week. Yeah, weekend. big big upgrade, big upgrade for episode number one hundred. <laughs> yeah, showing off some of those leather-bound Sanderson's front and center uh-huh. there. Uh-huh. Yeah, flex, flex a little bit of uh, bibliophile stuff going on here. Who got you the Yurithiru um, poster? Yurithiru was a present from my brother-in-law, actually, Caden, uh, our, our, our Wheel of Time contributor. I, I want to go show off something. Let me go grab something. Just a second. Okay. Surprised he didn't have this on hand already. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think we know. I think we know what this is. We're all going to show off our uh, our nerd Christmas presents, but uh, well, Josh does that. I'll mention if you want to see more of Phantology, you can find us at www.phantologybooks.com, and you can support the show at Patreon.com/slash/Phantology_books. And it looks like Josh is still not back yet. So, uh, okay, Josh here he is. All right, if you're on YouTube, tune in. So. My wife is a wonderful bookbinder, but she also has a lot of other amazing talents. And she made me this uh, leather book jacket with a... Uh, it's got the glyph. It's the, got the glyph, the glyph. there, the, the Night's Reading glyph. That's not the Night's Reading. That's, the, no. that's, that's obviously the Windrunner glyph. Yeah. Yeah. God, it's a glyph. It's, it's a glyph. glyph. Stormlight. Well, well, well they're getting the different leather bonds are going to have different glyphs in them, so it's important yeah. that that one's the Windrunner glyph for Way of Kings. Yeah. Oh, so um, you're saying that she's going to do like a she, she has she has committed to nice. doing, doing the entire Stormlight archive. Wow. Gonna... So it's it's just a normal you know hardcover Way of Kings book, although this one is signed but it is not numbered. So if she wanted to get serious about this, she should open an Etsy shop and do this because I've seen a really nice, a similar looking thing for a leather bound wheel of time 
series that runs so, like north of a thousand dollars for the so this is not series. this is not leather bound it's a leather jacket so she didn't yeah. she didn't rebind the book she just uh so you're saying it's like when we used to like come home with our textbooks and we would like put the sleeves in like those yeah. little like elastic things to protect the textbooks so they're kind of like that yeah so it's just ah. like what comes with the standard book jacket like the it has the artwork on it nice nice that's okay. the book jacket this is just a leather one I, I'd still get one. Yeah, I'd still get one. Yeah. She has a direct pipeline with their bibliophiles channel on, on Discord. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you're watching and you're if you're looking for this, uh, you can you can find this through Phantology, apparently. If you can't afford the legit bound leather bound, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Here's a way to spruce up your already owned. But it, it does feel really because the leather is like soft, so holding it, like I, yeah. I almost want to reread Way of Kings, and it's never a bad mm. idea to reread well, Way of Kings. Yeah. I mean, Josh, I I'm just going to point out that you can transfer that that book cover to any of the books if you want to reread them. Ooh, right? That that is a good idea. Yes. Well, I mean, they're not all the same thickness, right? Would it would it fit all of them? The spine, the spine should probably. All right, before uh, before Phantology <laughs> tries to do too much math. <laughs> on the air to calculate the thickness of books let's talk about uh some news for december of 2020 and then uh, since it's the year in review you guys can throw out whatever whatever big talking points there were from 2020 fantasy related maybe i think everyone else knows all the bad things happened in 2020 and then let's look forward into 2021 so uh some stuff to just kind of get started there's a bunch of star wars news this month right yeah we got like 10 series announced right and Andy, our Star Wars expert that we had on, um, said that they all pretty much take place between episode six, episode six and, and seven, right? Yeah, between the time the time frame between episode six and seven. Mm-hmm. So I, that might be worth a fact check, but Andy knows the stuff, so I I'd take him on his word on that. And Josh is referencing a Mandalorian season two review, yeah, that him and I did with uh, Cubs fan Han from from yeah. YouTube. That was a fun episode. And he said the next the next Star Wars show to come out was going to be Book of Boba Fett, which mm-hmm. will come out uh, holiday season 2021, right? At the yep. end of Mandalorian, it said, at the end of Mandalorian season two, it said the next, you know, Mandalorian will be back soon in holiday 2021. But now it's confirmed that it's not season three. It's going to be Book of Boba Fett first. And then season three will be shortly following. And then there'll just be a bunch more shows. And you can get more specific details on the internet for that. So I, I'm an adopted Disney fan, meaning that I married into a, a family that, that loves Disney. And so sometimes I'll go over and they will just have like Disney YouTube videos on. And apparently the Disney World in Orlando is creating a Star Wars, a Star Wars themed hotel that you can go stay in. And like the, like the whole entire like hotel is all Star Wars themed. You can like stay in the rooms and they have them like, decked out to look like spaceships and i don't know when that's going to be i think that the youtube video said it was being pushed back like the construction was going to take longer because of everything that's happening but if you want to live out your star wars dream then you can indulge in that i guess all right random star wars trivia (laughs) what else uh i i found out that uh hayden christensen was going to be back as darth vader for the obi-wan kenobi i guess that came out with everything else but i thought that was kind of interesting does that have a confirmed release date yet? I don't think anything has a confirmed release date other than some Marvel shows that we also got news on. Disney went crazy on us on December. So it's supposed to begin filming uh, March 2021. 
allegedly. I mean, who knows how that will hold up with COVID and everything. But I feel like this is the the spinoff series that everyone's been wanting since Disney first started doing yeah. Star Wars movies again, right? It's taken them forever to jump into it. And it sounds like what's going to happen is we're going to get a bit of like an ex- extended universe type of thing with these new Star Wars shows where they're going to cross over and stuff from the Mandalorian will then be important for other shows as well. That's what I hope. And that's what it sounds like Disney would naturally do. It's helmed by Jon Favreau, who's obviously huge in Marvel. So it just makes sense. So I'm getting really excited for these shows. Yeah, I'm also excited. I, I have not started watching um, Mandalorian season two. So I'm excited to binge that over the next couple of days. Yeah, I'm, half, I'm halfway through it. Nice. Halfway through it and, and liking it. Uh, I've been known to say on past uh, Phantology episodes that I got bored <laughs> of Mandalorian season one, but it's convinced to push through it and I'm really enjoying it. Somehow Jake can sit through the slog and wheel of time multiple times and he gets bored for season one of Mandalorian. It's because mm. the slog of wheel of time is building up to a continuous connected goal. Whereas okay. the slog of Mandalorian are these one-off <laughs> episodes that mean nothing. <laughs> have faith, have faith in, uh, in the Star this Wars is the way, team Jake. over there. This is the way. So what about the Marvel TV shows coming out uh, in 2021? So WandaVision, Loki, and Winter Soldier, and the Falcon. Falcon and Winter Soldier is the name yeah. of the show. Are we excited for these? I'm, I'm excited for the WandaVision one. I, I really like Vision in general and i'm interested really to see. yeah isn't vision like the most boring character out there he's a really cool <laughs> i don't know i always thought he was really cool he's got I cool was, powers and yeah i don't know i thought so, he got so, kind of nerfed at the end i didn't i didn't understand my hot take about this is that i feel like a year of no marvel movies hurt my enthusiasm for marvel i've always been super hyped about marvel but not having anything in 2021 just kind of killed the hype train and i'm sure when these shows come out you know i'll get excited but well for just marvel or for other like life in general i mean we haven't had anything from any franchise i feel like specifically for marvel i when these shows were announced i was like you know figuring out how they're going to fit in the t- different timelines of the of endgame what they created and was super into theorizing watching youtube videos about it and now i'm just kind of like uh-huh. hey. i felt that way um right after Endgame. I was like, you know, they wrapped up this Thanos. Yeah. Kind of like had my fill, and then after, and then seeing Spider-Man, um, home. What? What? No. Far, home, far from home. Far from home. Spider-Man Europe. That that was like okay. Maybe I'm like excited to get into this again. And then I kind of feel like Josh, things kind of fizzled. Although I am really excited for Spider-Man Three to see all the connections there as well. And speaking of yeah, the, that movie sounds crazy. <laughs> yeah i mean i don't know who's confirmed in it i know they've had talks with toby mcguire he would be like i know kirsten dunce has confirmed for it and i think the clickbait articles tell Andrew, me everyone everyone of their dog is confirmed for it. it's gonna be a crazy I, maybe. movie but I'm, I'm excited for that and also the what if series the marvel what if series looks pretty good are we just yeah. excited for the meme of spider uh, the three spider-mans pointing at each other though i mean isn't that the actual <laughs> point of the movie how much fan service is there going to be in this movie <laughs> It's, it's going to be an entire movie of fan service. But as we talked uh, about Mandalorian, no spoilers, but this will have earned the fan service, I think. Just putting it out there. Mandalorian didn't earn the fan service? Is that what you're no, saying? No, it did. It did. Okay. He, was, he, was just, he was referencing some big fan service moments. Oh, yeah. okay. 
but the what if series looks really cool like all the different um it's basically their way of incorporating all these other cool comic alternative okay universes and i assume it's just kind of be like an anthology series right I still think that the cool Spider-Man movie was that comic book Spider. What was it? Spider-Man oh, into the Spider-Verse. Yeah. yeah, into the Spider-Verse. That's like how you. Yeah, they're making a sequel. They're making a sequel for that oh, as really? well. Sometime. That is just fun, like visually fun to watch. Yeah, that one's great. I gotta say, I'm most excited for the Loki series. I, I love Loki. I was so disappointed how quickly he was killed off. And Ooh. was that an Endgame or uh, Infinity uh, that War? Was an- that was Infinity War. Yeah, yeah, that that really like raised the stakes when that happened. You know, it was like when you like set it in and you're uh-huh. like, I don't know, he's died and come back like that's Jake, like two or three times. Don't in, ruin this for me. In this show, series. It so. seemed like that was a pretty final <laughs> death though, but but obviously they with time travel they they wrote they in him and, back. Oh, yeah. 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 So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and then so not kind of moving away from Marvel. I saw Wonder Woman yesterday. So, that was a pretty good movie. I, there's going to be a lot of people that don't uh-huh. like it. I already know that. Why, yeah. why do you say that without spoiling? The, the plot could have been a lot better. There is a lot of MacGuffinary things in it. I mm. know. <laughs> was, was there an Artemis Fowl Oculus or whatever that thing was? <laughs> Not as bad as Artemis Fowl. And I'm sure we're going to actually talk about that book later today, but later in the episode. But I will say, I picked up one just perfect easter egg in the movie that i have not seen any other internet person point out there's a scene where wow. you walk past a homeless so you're just man gonna, you're gonna tell us right now yeah well it's not a spoiler or anything <laughs> okay so, so you, you walk past right <laughs> you walk past a homeless man and he is re- reading a book and that's why i'm bringing this up is because it's phantology but he's bringing up he's reading a book and it's a play called waiting for godot and that of oh. course is the last name of gal godot so and uh, uh, I, it's, it's a really good play too. You should you should read it. But yeah, yeah. A little funny Easter egg. So when you watch a movie, pay attention to that homeless man. Did you did you like freeze frame it? Weren't you watching no, it, it, it? It was easy to see. Whenever a book, I mean, come on, we all love books. So whenever a book comes up in a movie, you like you look at it. You know. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say he was reading a book, and it was called "Rhythm of War" by Ben <laughs> <Rhythm> Simpson. <Wars. laughs> I was Would've thinking. I was thinking it was going to be like a DCU like Easter egg, but interesting. No, I mean, it was, it did kind of, um, it, it had connections to the overall plot too. Like if you know the play, then, then you yeah. can kind of. Okay. So uh, I, I guess speaking of Wonder Woman and Warner Brothers and HBO Max, that's now a thing, right? Warner Brothers is putting all of their stuff on HBO Max. It's going to, Speculation is it's going to change the way that theaters operate forever. And Wonder Woman is obviously available there. You can watch it right now. And a lot of new movies, including Dune and some others. Uh, House of the Dragon is going to be on it. I mean, we already knew that, actually, because obviously it's HBO. But uh, are you guys, what are, what's the takeaway from this? What should I be thinking yeah. about this move? I feel like, like I'm okay with this as a move in general. I'm not someone who goes to the theater a ton anyways. Like usually I'd go to the theater if it was a movie that I thought would be cool to see in a theater setting in general. Like that's my mindset for deciding to go. I am nervous of the impact it's going to have on Dune. And I feel like Dune as an adaptation has been cursed already. (laughs) And they're only doing like they're releasing the first half of the book. And I think they've said that they'll 
like they'll make and release the second half depending on how well the first half goes mm. and if it doesn't make enough money due to it being streamed instead of theaters man that's going to be really sad and it looks like a pretty big budget production so it's going to yeah. need to do well barring barring like health reasons hopefully next december is a lot better but i'm planning on seeing that one in theaters yeah. regardless I, i'm probably going to get hbo max this year for a lot of reasons and i wouldn't mind watching wonder woman streaming it although it would be fun to see that in the theater as well it would be really interesting to see how they measure the streaming like this the movie's effectiveness right yeah i know disney just put out soul and if you haven't seen it it's a really touching movie how did you have time to watch two movies yesterday? No, I watched that one today. I watched that one today. And <laughs> it's just funny to me that they did this like almost just after a year that Disney Plus came out. And so it's like just roping everybody back in that might have been like thinking about canceling their subscription, you know. As they up the subscription to yeah. like a dollar more too. Oh, yeah, did they, they did up the, yeah. Yeah. Are people get canceling now? I mean, now is the, this is the point where I just realized I can never cancel Disney Plus because- now with Marvel and all the Star Wars shows, I am hooked forever. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I mean, Boy Meets World alone got me to <laughs> want Disney Plus. <laughs> Real fast before I move on from um, from Soul, there's a scene in it that felt so much like this scene in Secret History where you have a character that's refusing to die. It's very funny. I, I almost think that somebody who has read that book had um, had a hand in that scene so it was okay. it was really cool so you're saying easter eggs everywhere ben <laughs> ben ben has the background ben has a cork board full of like <laughs> sold a mythology mythology's <laughs> at the center of it and then it's nice. just like branching out <laughs> so as a general rule i think it's better like more options for consumers are better that's just my yeah. philosophy kind of on um on a lot of stuff and so i'm happy that as a consumer i i would agree with you josh (laughs) right no but but you know but then i went to watch wonder woman last night and i think it was because everyone was watching it but like my stream was all messed up huh that was a complaint on when the final episode of game of thrones or like a few of the final episodes of game of thrones yeah it totally it totally but but it wasn't like okay so game of thrones i experienced that like i was cranking up the hdr on my tv just so i could try i was like turning up the brightness of it very dark episodes right but like i feel like but i could definitely tell that it wasn't like i have a nice not like the top of line tv but i have a pretty nice tv and it was definitely like i tried it on my phone which like has an hdr screen like i was doing everything i could and i could just totally tell it was the stream but this was like blue bars would like chop off like the lower third of the screen like it would just go blue and I, I went and watched like some YouTube TV and then I went and watched like a Netflix show and just like five minutes, both of them to see if it was something up with my internet or my TV or something. And no, I was like getting fine. So, so I just think I have to prepare myself that I'm obviously like not going to be getting a cinema quality experience. Even if you have a nice setup, I just think that there's going to be issues yeah. when so many people are watching something on day one of a release. But we well, we're still a few years away from, the yeah. really perfect quality yeah streaming releases well they would just need to like invest like netflix did right and a good good servers so that it can support all their user base right yeah i'm sure that hbo will figure it out and if not then they're gonna have john oliver ragging on them even more than he already <laughs> does it was funny when when i saw wonder woman in theaters they had just before it started 
they had like a little like box on the screen and it showed like a like a little commercial for wonder woman it was like you wouldn't want to watch like a movie like this on a screen this size would you uh-huh. and like cam zooms in it's like you want to do it in this size so anyway theaters are like pushing back on on it too and like but i agree like if you have kids movie theaters are like almost as bad as airplanes yeah i could see that but also like more options for consumers but also that can be like more detrimental now you have hbo max you're gonna want a streaming like a subscription for and then like if you want to watch the office you need peacock and then netflix originals and and i don't know it's gonna get to a point where they're gonna have to change their models or something i I don't think so i I, i'm not saying everything has to be you i'm not saying consumers need to be paying for everything i'm just saying that yeah if i if i wanted to watch wonder woman i could pay for a month of hbo and then yeah here's the thing i think that i mean you look at cable and cable is always between like 100 and 150 bucks a month and i think that the companies at large know that people have a certain price that they're willing to pay and so as more and more people cut cords they're going to find themselves inching back up to that hundred, two hundred fifty dollar yeah. price point. Yep. It's too bad. Say goodbye to the days where just your Netflix subscription could tide you over for all the yeah. Well, until everyone could, until everyone just account shares and gets around paying anything at all. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, there's there's still thousands of hours of content that you can watch on Netflix. So it's really like, you know, you're just being picky if you well, if you think that you have, like, to have every. Only like a hundred now that the office is leaving. We've been trying to bench that one again before New Year's. <laughs> All right, so let's let's roll this TV conversation into okay, a okay. couple other big fantasy shows we're excited for on Amazon Prime: the, the Lord of the Rings series and, of course, the Wheel of Time series. Yeah. So, Lord of the Rings series, we've heard like almost nothing about. There's been a few names attached to it that I don't know who they are. Apparently, they've wrapped filming though. They're they're done with season one. Uh, Josh got to show off his Christmas gift, so I'll show off mine. Uh, my wife got me the autobiography of Tolkien, so okay. it's been a good read so far. Recommend and you'll, it. And you'll be uh, doing a review of this? Uh, I, I mean, if someone wants to join, <laughs> yeah. If, I mean, I don't know. Gauge the interest in Discord. Let me know if you guys are interested in a, a biography uh, review. Okay, okay. Nice. Are you going to glean anything that uh, is, is this making you more excited for the show, at least, maybe? Um, it's making me want to reread uh, Lord of the Rings in general. Oh. Yeah. I would have thought okay. that you would have done that with a re- read-along that we were doing, Jake. Good yeah. to know. Good to know. <laughs> Burn. Yeah, there's a lot of books. I <laughs> Listen, <laughs> I was actually very impressed. Um, I drove one of my wife's cousins to Wonder Woman yesterday. I mean, we drove a few people, but she was nine years old. And she told me that she just got done reading the whole trilogy. Nice. So I was very impressed by that. And so I, I then recommended The Reckoners and Skyward to her. So hey, hopefully she, she enjoys those. If, she, if she's read Lord of the Rings, she could have jumped right into Stormlight. Well, <laughs> Nine-year-old, nine like the book weighs more than she does. Hey man, Lord of the Rings may not have the, the word count, but it's pretty dense. I know. <laughs> it is, I know. Books. Yeah. So I guess uh, we don't have too many thoughts about the TV show. We'll I'm, I'm excited. Hard to know, I guess. I'm excited for it, but like you said, like there's like almost no information given on it. Yeah, they've kept actors. it pretty secret. And you could compare that to Wheel of Time, right? Like, why do you think that is? Why do you think that there's been a lot of leaks and a lot of not even leaks, just like information put out there about the Wheel of Time and not Blur of the Rings? 
I think it's because Lord of the Rings is, has the name recognition already. Mm. Like they're not going to need to do a lot of marketing yeah. to get that out there. Whereas Wheel of Time is a new IP, you know, they're going to have to get people here's, excited about it. Here's my somewhat hot take. I think a lot of people are going to be surprised about, about the Lord of the Rings show. Like, I think it's going to be not what a lot of people are expecting. And I don't really know why I think that. And I just way? think because I think it's going to be maybe like, are you going to say it's not or... made for the general public as much as like the blockbusters were? Or... Yeah. Yeah. I think it's going to be a uh-huh. little bit headier, a little bit less like action packed. Like a little and... bit more British is what you're saying. Yeah. Maybe a little bit more British. Okay. And, and probably yes, have a little bit more content in it. Although I'm hoping that's not a ton. I'm hoping it's not mainly for that it just kind of seems like a betrayal of the source yeah. material. Yeah, yeah, right. Like you're reading Tolkien's biography right now. It doesn't really seem like his vision. Yeah. But but I, I think that that could still be done tastefully. I'm not saying like I'm not, I wasn't one of those whole people that with the intimacy director coming on board that like, oh, they're yeah. game, games of games of throwing the fine Lord of the Rings. I don't think that's happening. I just think that it's going to be a little bit more like artistically heavy handed than the, than the, a trilogy i'd be all for that i'd, I'd be all for that yeah I, I think it's gonna be really good i'm excited for it yeah all right jake what about wheel of time are we gonna see wheel of time in 2021 i i've been saying pre-covid that there was no way we were seeing wheel of time in 2020 that it was a 2021 production you were and right now, with covid you know i'm i felt like when they first announced that they had like had to stop filming weren't there weren't there like rumors that they'd already filmed six episodes and they were like done yeah well there was like rumors yeah six episodes are done two remaining then they went back to filming then they stopped again now they're filming at like some castle who knows what's going on honestly and they're doing the uh establishing shots or something like that yeah some kind of framing shots to to round it out seems like they're done filming for season one hopefully i'm hoping so do we know i'm i'm usually a proponent of dropping the whole season at once because i like the to be able to binge it and this sounds and, like a discussion we've had before yeah <laughs> and also i like how i feel like that generally promotes storytelling that isn't segmented and disconnected because it can be viewed as one continuous story as opposed to a more episodic like oh we need to like get people you know come back so we have to drop on these cliffhangers or whatever mm-hmm. but like if anything else if they if they can't haven't finished filming and editing the whole first season just get one episode out right at least drop one episode for us in 2021. Just drop one and then wait three months and drop another one. <laughs> well, I mean, they, they, sh- they should be able to get like six done, right? Because it's just, yeah. according to that rumor, they could have six done. Get yeah. those worked on so that way you can drop them weekly and hopefully buy yourself enough time for that seventh and eighth episode. I don't know. I just feel like there's been a lot going on for the apocalypse bingo and i don't want the world going out without at least one high quality <laughs> version of an adaptation of one time out there the billy zane didn't cut it for you jake <laughs> that did not cut it for me that was winter's that. dragon what was that called? although yeah winter's dragon although i w- i thought billy zane was fine in it he could come what back. did you think of the promos <laughs> that we got so we got uh, the heron mark sword and we just loot. recently got tom's not loot not a lute but a guitar <laughs> not a Marilyn on the guitar yeah uh, i thought they were interesting choice on the the guitar like i don't it doesn't bother me that it changed 
I don't. Was, were you hoping for a bass as a as a bass player? <laughs> yeah, the, the traveling bass bard. <laughs> he knows that Tom Maryland does not have the personality of a bass player. <laughs> I I just like I didn't understand the need for the change. Like his their reasoning was just seeing him with the guitar, like it just felt better with his voice and persona, which I'm fine. I don't. I mean. I, I'm not the type of person who would pick that apart, but basically they're saying guitar is cooler. Is what it came down yeah. to. <laughs> yeah. Just as just as long as um, King Killer Chronicles doesn't get any, any ideas on changing <laughs> yeah. to guitar. Yeah. But yeah, I'm excited. The Heron Mark Blade looked really cool. That yeah. It looked like they're sticking pretty closely to the source material there. Like they could have easily gone with just like a traditional sword style, but they made sure to go with the slightly curved and i feel like these two promos showcase exactly what rave junkins is trying to get across of uh, being like some things are going to be exactly what you expect them to be like really yeah. really zeroed in on what the book is you know like the hair and mark blade and then some things they're changing because they think it's going to be better like the guitar instead of the lute yeah also um, just a thought back to the differences why we, Lord of the Rings has been shut tight and Wheel of Time has been so hasn't been super open but a lot more open um, I wonder if that goes back to just trying to like honor Robert Jordan's legacy of you know the whole raffo and like answering mm-hmm. fan questions and things like that to me that seems very Wheel of Time-esque to do that yeah. good lead in Jake so I wanted to, to talk about some books now I find it funny that our that our podcast is probably like 90, 90 to 95% book reviews, yet every single one of these monthly episodes, we always talk about TV right away. <laughs> Maybe shows us where our hearts really are. But uh, let's talk about some books now. And speaking of Raffo and question answering, uh, two authors that I want to discuss here. One really kind of uh, maybe pulled the curtain back a little bit starting this month and, and maybe a little bit last month as well. Our guy, Patrick Rothfuss, uh, unfortunately, Ryan is not on this episode, but, but he would be all over this. But uh, Rothfuss actually answered some questions. He's uh, maybe taken a note from Sanderson. He started doing a bunch of streams where he's answering questions now. And it sounds like he is writing, despite a uh, big story to the contrary a few months ago that we talked about. Yeah, I'm, I feel like I understand if people don't like him personally, I think he's fine. Like, I don't have anything against them or anything, uh, but I, I really appreciated, like you said, having those videos. I think it goes a long way with the fans to give updates and, and everything. Mm-hmm. And it kind of got me excited for the, the whole world again. Um, there's, you yeah. can tell from his, his videos, the answers that he gave, that there's so much detail to that world, even though there's only two books out. And so it made me want to like start a reread and comb through them. Yeah, it almost, it honestly, when he was talking, it made it sound like he had lived in that world and was trying to do it justice, you know? Yeah. Which is, I don't know. You do have to kind of respect him. You do have to respect him. I'm not going to say kind of, you have to respect him for wanting to do what is in his head justice. Oh, yeah. And that he's taking steps in the right direction to kind of appease all of us that really want to keep up the hype for his work and just are struggling to do so. And, I was blown away because in one of them, somebody asked him how many drafts he had done of, of um, name of the wind, name of the wind. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and um, he said like, well, like well over 200 distinct 
like fully Jeez. distinct drafts. Well, he was like, oh, what the heck is a draft even? Yeah, yeah. He kind of like yeah. fumbled on what is a draft, but it seemed like he came over with over <laughs> 200. What would for sure be mm-hmm. like different drafts of it. And then that brought us to a Reddit post that made me think of a Reddit post that somebody posted on our Discord that was like, oh, Patrick Rothfuss dies and they go throughout his house and find yeah. um, find like, what was it, 50 <laughs> or 100 co- yeah. copies with each with a different ending and his will uh-huh. says publish the second best one you know just as <laughs> kind of snide, snide to say like they're all perfect or whatever he's trying to figure out how to make it perfect but mm-hmm. then the the then the follow-up comment which was the best was this only they're all cheerio boxes <laughs> yeah yeah he always he, he always uh, streams with a bunch of cheerio, cheerio boxes, boxes. In, the, in the background if you didn't know but I, I, th- I do think that um, I have enjoyed, I've always just been on the hate bandwagon of like, oh, it's been X number of years. Why don't we have any more information? But I've been watching these videos. It has been hyping me up. It has made me feel bad for some of the uh, th- troll- more trolly things I've said on here. Nice. And, you know. Plus he's, he's raised a ton of money for charity. I think over the yeah. holiday season, they raised over a million dollars through Jeez. a bunch of these streams. So good on you, Pat. Yeah. Uh, let, let's talk Sanderson. So Sanderson's also doing a bunch of streams and he releases state of the Sanderson that always comes out on Coloss head munching day, which is his birthday. And it sounds like next year is going to be a pretty heavy writing year for him as, as usual. Right. But not as much on the release side after a stormlight year this year. So we're probably not going to cover Sanderson as much next, uh, next year, although there are but still, he's still doing Skyward stuff. three, right? Yeah. So Skyward three is his only anticipated release next year. I mean, with oh. a lot of writing for wax and wane for and then gearing up i think 2022 will be a writing year for stormlight five yeah. i think the wax and wane for is my my most anticipated thing on sanderson's plate right now yeah 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 i honestly wasn't a big fan of the first two books of that series and then the third one started to really tie things together um, so I'm glad yeah. I persevered. Jake's apparently that. not a fan of Western motifs in <laughs> the Mandalorian no, I, season one and Wax and Wayne. No, I'm fine two. with I'm fine with is Western. It Western or is it steampunk? What are your thoughts on Firefly, Jake? <laughs> I've actually never Dude, I, I heard that I heard that was getting renewed. That they were let I me know. Google that. No, no, no. We don't have to talk about that. There's but <laughs> I've never seen Firefly, but I know like people, it's like a huge cult classic. So yeah. Yeah. Maybe we shouldn't say it's overrated in case people hate us, but uh, <laughs> I liked it. I thought I it, it might have been. I thought it might have been a little overrated. I'm sorry. Well, okay. One uh, thing, wait, wait. One thing. I just want to cover this on Rhythm of War. I read from some of the beta readers that Sanderson actually had to cut back on some of Kaladin's isolationist moments in this book because of 2020, like the visceral yeah. reaction that beta readers readers had because of the pandemic and because of being socially isolated it was like causing them anxiety and so that was an interesting there's something that we didn't cover in the review and yeah. something you that talked he, about like, that in the spoiler changed. stream a few days ago yeah that makes yeah. me want to uh read an uncut version of it well maybe for book five we'll have made it big enough that we can be <laughs> get some early release copies jake <laughs> yeah we'll see, see. Real quick, real quick. Let me let me say something. I know we need to move ahead, but I I think he said he didn't actually change any scenes with Kaladin. He just added more lighthearted Shallan moments in between them to make it uh, uh, a little bit a little bit less intense. Oh, okay, okay. So twenty twenty one, we talked a bunch about the TV and movie stuff we're looking forward to. 
books a little bit, but uh, what other books are you guys looking forward to in 2021? I have a few that uh, we may or may not get, but uh, Scour 3, we mentioned, confirmed we will get Joe Abercrombie's next book, Wisdom of Crowds, which actually none of you three are in a position to read uh, at, at <laughs> release time, at, unless you catch up, unless you, I mean, I, I encourage you to catch up with uh, his other books, but uh, right now only Ryan and I have read through all of his his books thus far, but it could be a big Abercrombie year for us next year. I'm about halfway through the heroes and I'm loving it. I think it's my favorite book of his so far. Nice. They really just get better. That that's my opinion. I think every single one uh, has, has a lot of improvements and his most recent series is pretty awesome. So I'm looking forward to wisdom of crowds quite a bit. Brian McClellan, our powder mage author is starting a new series called the glass immortals. I think that's supposed to come out next year. And I have a question mark around this one, but like we could see red rising six which as soon as that comes out, I'm going to read the other three in the second trilogy. Haven't started those yet just because I don't want to wait. But uh, if that one comes out next year, we'll read through those and cover them. Yeah. I I am looking forward to that coming out as well, Stephen, because I'm like, you, yeah, I wasn't going to start the, you know, the first trilogy had a satisfying end. So, yeah. And I heard that there's a lot of disgruntled feelings after the like first two of the next series. I heard at least Iron Gold, which is book four, people are like, what is this? And then Dark Age, book five, people are like, ah, this is what it is. I love this series again. So yeah. uh, we'll see what okay. six is. And then I wonder if Scott Lynch will come out with Thorn of Emberlane. I was just going to bring that up. Yeah. yeah, kind of a controversial one. Oh, how how controversial? Well, he, he said so? he had it all done, like ready to uh, go. And then he had this this personal drama, which I haven't really followed too much, but I know is kind of a interesting thing and i'm not really sure where we fall on that maybe we don't talk about that but i wonder if that just pushed back publication of the book was it like a me too type thing or was it just like it had some drama in his uh similar but kind of weird with a twist (laughs) i I don't remember the exact details so kind of like scott lynch books (laughs) yeah maybe like that maybe inform yourself if you're interested because i don't know the details enough i would be really excited to hear some news on that that's a yeah. great series that we haven't really covered much on here. Maybe we should. Yeah. As soon as, Hey, as soon as we get a release date from that, I'm, I'm all down. Da- I'm down to do a reread of lies of Locke Lamora and uh, books two and three. I just, yeah, I just put finished red seas like just before rhythm working out actually. Nice. So yeah. Republic of thieves next. That That's an awesome one. Okay. So yeah. uh any other books we're looking forward to in 2021? If not, we're going to go into the segment where we talk about what we liked in 2020. No, I'm, I'm pretty good. I did not do the good read. Um, oh, what's the challenge that everybody's posting about right now? Like the good reads review. is the thing. Good, yeah. yeah good so I might do that this for 2021. That might be a fun thing to post on discord or something. Get some hype up for that. Yeah. One thing yeah. Uh, that one of our, our discord friends does is tracks his reading through yeah. through uh, very diligent Discord tracking, not Discord, Goodreads tracking. And uh, that's very commendable. And I wish that I was disciplined enough to do that. Yeah. One, one thing, uh, not reading related, but writing related. I know it's not New Year's yet, but we did a, a Yuletide celebration, which has kind of similar ideas, but I'm making it a goal to try to be more creative in my outlets and try to write something. Oh, heck yeah. Well, Jake, yes, you should know that there are outlets for phantology for you to pursue there. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, specifically writing was my goal. So, <laughs> Ben is referring to a, a collaborative story that we've uh, solved oh. and 
Stalin uh, started up again um, here and there over the years. But, yeah, we, uh, we, need to, we need to get together. Maybe, maybe we do an episode where we talk about where we are at and then try to get to hmm. some like, okay, okay. Like, a, like a stepping stone from there to keep going on that. Yeah. We could kind of okay. uh, brainstorm with phenology. Our progress. Yeah. And, and now we have some really good uh, people on Discord that I feel like could give us some valuable feedback yeah. on that. Yeah, yeah, that's true. We just spoke around a very, like, in a very obtuse way, something that we started working on like three years ago. So, <laughs> so just to recap, our December 2020 competition was top three fantasy book maps. This takes place on Twitter every month. And our friend at first Watt, at first Wheel of Timer, Watt Timer won. Uh, his top three maps were a map of Mordor, which I hadn't seen before, just just Mordor, Map of the Shattered Plains that I think is is from the Way of Kings. There might be an Isaac Stewart map. And then his third map was a map of Galarion from Pathfinder, a uh, hmm. role-playing game. So uh, check out that. Uh, check out that competition. It takes place every month. And January 2021, the competition is going to be top three books that you personally read in 2020. So not your favorite books, books you like, picked up cover to cover read or listened whatever we're not snobby about that but you had to have read them in the year 2020 and tell us what your top three were and then we'll do a series of twitter voting and if you read the best three books in 2020 then you are eligible for fantastic phantology swag prizes yeah and, and shout out to josh who who got second place i mean he was the first place loser but still a good job <laughs> i tried i tried that that high rule map still such yeah. a good yeah. entry Okay, so uh, to kick this off, rather than just do our top three, we are going to actually just do a tier list because tier lists are fun. Everyone loves tier lists. And talk about, yeah, we are going to talk about our top 2020 books. And I've compiled a list of books that we either, like at least one of us read these books. And some are series. And these icons kind of represent that in the best way possible. It's kind of hard to represent a series with one icon. So our first book is <laughs> so, so, so wait, wait, real, fa- real fast. For people that haven't done tier list before, before D tier doesn't mean it's a terrible, terrible book. It just means in relation to the other books on this list, it's the right. lowest book. Right. That being yeah. said, Artemis Fowl is a terrible is, book. Wait, hold on, hold on. <laughs> Artemis Fowl is not a terrible book. I also Ouch. want to point out, I think Steven said we've read these, but these are also everything that Phantology has covered in 2020. So if like this is one of your first episodes of tuning in, maybe you want to hear, hear a book on here that you want to go back and listen to or something, or this just gives you kind of a better taste of what we're going to be covering in 2021. And yeah, and none of these books are books that we hated. I think overall, there's a lot of things to like and dislike about all these books, but we are going to stack them up against each other because that's what we like doing on tier lists. <laughs> so... <laughs> Yeah, so Artemis Fowl by uh, just random assignment is our first book. The movie was D tier. The movie was like <laughs> F tier. The movie was just yeah. the worst movie probably I've ever seen. But uh, the book itself, I don't know. Like, it was really fun when I was a kid, but uh, rereading okay. it as an adult. I mean, and- we're stacking it up against the books that we see in front of us. But also yeah. put, it, put it in its context, which I don't think I really can since I read it when I was older than its target audience anyways. So yeah. it's kind of hard to like really judge, but for what it, what it is, I feel like it's, it's gotta be at least C tier, right? No way, dude. 
I, I have it at the bottom of my list. I cannot see one book that we have in front of us that is that I enjoyed. Like, I don't think I enjoyed Artemis Fowl better than any of the other books on this list. But but that doesn't mean it has to be... Jake, deep. something is going in due tier, okay? Would you rather it be Eye of the World? Huh? I could see... Okay, this I could be wrong on this, but is Artemis Fowl for its target audience of eight-year-old boys but, not... We're not, not saying we're not, not the say- same quality as Red Rising is. Jake, there are there are great there are great things to like about Artemis Fowl book. I'm just saying I think that we should all judge this based on the way that we enjoyed the book when we read it, when we cover it for Phantology. I think it's the worst book on like I'm not saying it's a bad book. I'm <laughs> saying that in relation to all the other books on here, I enjoyed it the least. Phantology okay. only covers great books, unfortunately. <laughs> Artemis fell by Ben's argument. Yeah, it probably, I mean, D tier. Yeah, okay. If we can yeah. find a better argument for D tier, then we can move, we can trade, yeah. trade yeah. it out. We've okay. got to put something in D tier. So there it is. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Next week, I know we have there's, a, yeah. Yeah. We have another YA book. This is actually, I'm going to, we're going to do series here. So His Dark Materials, which is Golden Compass, Subtle Knife, Amber Spyglass. I'm going, HBO. I would say, no, not HBO. Did, did HBO yeah. do the series? Yeah. HBO, yeah. BBC. Yeah, just released season two of the TV show. So I think either S or A tier. I didn't read it, so I'm not going to Yeah, I haven't read it either. That's pretty high, Josh. Yeah, Josh and I read these and reviewed them earlier in the year. Personally, I would probably say like B tier, but B? if you're if you're saying S or A, then me saying B means it's in between A and B. Uh, is it? So if we put it in A tier. We can move things later. Yeah, I, I really we, like we, it. We say, Jake, we say we can move things later, but we never move things later. Oh, we did last time. We got them to donate. And they... Yeah, there's no, there's no <laughs> donators this time. All right, it's I, going in A tier. His Dark yeah. Materials. It's, it's, it's a really nice, yeah, it's a good series and has some pretty cool deeper meaning stuff. Okay, next up, The Poppy War, and this includes The Dragon Republic, book two. Does not include The Burning God because we haven't read The Burning God yet, so how could we possibly rate it? We will review it pretty soon because I'm going to read it. Where does this one go? A or B? I'm thinking A. I'm thinking also A. And just, it may be a better citizen of the world. And for that reason alone, I'm saying it's A. Josh, you're also a reader. What do you think? I, I've only read the first book. And I, I really like the first book. I would have said A for sure. But I'm, I'm halfway through the second book and I haven't been enjoying it as much. Second half of second is better. I put it down like I, I started the heroes instead because my hold came through on that on the library and I was like, oh, I, yeah, I haven't seen oh. that. Okay. <laughs> anyway, shoot. Um, let's go ahead and put it in like high B for now. Okay. And we'll see if it's able to go higher. Okay. Next up, we have uh, this is Joe Abercrombie's Little Hatred. This is in, this is going to include the Trouble with Peace, the sequel, and these are the third sequence of books that Abercrombie has wrote. Out of you guys on the call, since Ryan's not here, I'm the only one who's read them. Therefore, I can put it in S tier with no arguments asked. <laughs> Do you want to put the trouble with, with peace there as well? Because it's, it's down there. Oh, yes, I did. For some of these, I did manage to uh, make two images. And for some, I don't know why I did that, because I'm just going to drag them together. But uh, these books are both fantastic. I can't decide if I like these better or worse than A Rhythm of War, but these were probably my top three books of the year. Okay, next up, uh, Promise of Blood. Brian McClellan's Powder Mage books. So is that so the whole trilogy? The whole first trilogy? The first I've trilogy. only read the first book. The first I'd trilogy. 
I say A tier for sure. I'm thinking B, dude. If we put Poppy War in B tier, I'm thinking B tier. It's B. it's good. It's good. I think it's B. I I didn't. I think, love it, the, I think it's B good. It's B good. You it's think B-good. his Dark Materials is better than I haven't read his Dark Materials. Yeah, his Dark Materials is really good, man. But I mean, the Powder it's Mage. Be, it's for sure better than Powder so Mage. Well. It's better. You read all three. You read all three. Yeah. Powder Mage has some cool action stuff and magic, but his okay. Dark Materials has got some deeper his stuff. His Dark Materials is one of the best YA series ever written. Powder Powder Mage is a good Flintlock fantasy book, but like it's not one of the best. Not like, gonna uh, lie, it being fantasy. YA auto- automatically bumps it down a level for no, me. No, Jake, that that but is faulty reasoning. As as much as I tried to see Artemis Fowl in you its just, context, like, made a five minute. <laughs> Yeah, I, I personally, that... Artemis Fowl is F tier for me. <laughs> so I was just trying to not let my oh, biases pull through. All right, Promise of Blood's going there. Next up is Rage of Dragons by Evan Winter. This was one of the top fantasy breakout novels from 2019. And we read it and the follow-up called Fires of Vengeance came out in 2020. And I'm about halfway through it. Fires of Vengeance has been a little slow start for me, I'm not going to lie. Where did Rage of Dragons go for you guys who've read it? Is it just me and Josh? It's just you and Josh. I, I would say A tier. You'd say better than Poppy War? Yeah, I liked it better than Poppy War. Honestly, personally, I, I, I was a little lower on this one than some, but uh, we can put in like A minus. I'm okay with that. I'm going to have to change up my reading schedule just to make sure these, these series are actually better than <laughs> Powder Mage, to be honest. <laughs> Dude, I, I liked Powder Mage, but I think... Like, you guys, all I heard was you guys complaining about Rage of Dragons and their characters and Discord. That was no. me. You heard me. Do I that. didn't. I didn't hear and and other people in Discord. Powder, I didn't hear anyone complain did, about Powder Mage. Powder, did Mage. A lot of, Powder Mage did a lot of things well, but it did okay, a lot. Of okay, things, we're okay. we're yeah. moving on from Jake's love of Powder Mage. I also read the first book of Power Mage and did love it. So. I All think right. it's fine. Where, it where does the first Red Rising trilogy go? We reviewed I'm these gonna, earlier. In the I'm going to make a strong argument for S tier. No. No way. No. It's, uh, it's, it's that is B-tier. not S tier. It's it B tier. It's B tier. I liked it, but it wasn't like amazing. It's not Dude, like the, it is still some it is a series that I think about at least weekly. Wow. I did not like the first. <laughs> what I haven't thought of it <laughs> since the last time I heard I, Red Gold came out. <laughs> So you missed the release of Dark Age, which came out more recently yeah. than that. Yeah, I totally missed that until this video. Uh, I think B. I like B. Yeah. Dude, it blazed it blazed a new path between YA and fantasy for me. So oh, I mean, it's a good book, right? We're, yeah, it's we good. reviewed I, a bunch. I really yeah. enjoyed it. Yeah, and trilogy. We should say the trilogy. We're talking yeah, about the all trilogy, three books. Yeah. yeah. Okay. What about Starsight? C. Okay, C tier. Yeah, I think that's a good candidate. I I like Skyward. I didn't love Starlight or Starsight. Not Starlight. In our review of Starsight, I was actually kind of looking back at all episodes. In our review of Starsight, I called out our, uh, our our we misspoke and called it Starlight several times. Oh. But uh, no, it we is. We must Starsight. have been watching the boys recently. Okay, it, that is exactly the joke that I made. <laughs> okay, Starsight. Yeah, we're, we all agree this is uh, Sanderson's Y series, solid series. Eh, we like Sanderson in the adult fantasy genre a little bit more. It's not better than Poppy War, though. Okay, Rhythm no. of War. I mean, S tier. S tier. Yeah. We got. I'm gonna. I'm gonna argue that we put it above Abercrombie. I haven't. I haven't read those. I, I would say it's mid. I really like the. I really like the Abercrombie books, guys. But <laughs> it feels like a betrayal of some of my best friends to say that, and not not you guys, but like my best friends in fantasy, like the characters, like Kaladin, Dalmer, oh, et cetera. You know. Well, I, 
Well, it's I just not, saying we're not betraying. Better. We're not saying the whole series. That's true because I do also have an entry for Way of Kings, and this represents books one through three since we kind of reviewed them separately. So is Rhythm of War. I, let's judge them in in context between Rhythm of War and between Stormlight Archive books one through three. So so does it go? One does it go three, Storm one through three then Abercrombie then Rhythm of War? I don't know how to put Abercrombie in there. It's impossible. Good. Let's talk. Let's just toss it up i don't know <laughs> i'm just gonna say s tier is looking pretty stacked because we also have like lord of the rings down there first law down there plus some really cool colorful covers so uh yeah okay yeah okay we're uh we're unable to put s tier in order we'll have to think about it more for now they're just going up there all together okay miss born um i reread the first book i think ben did you reread the whole first trilogy this year no i've only I reread the first book i, I reread the whole trilogy this year Dude, it's gotta okay. be a it's gotta it's, be it's, a it's like a yeah it's high a yeah because um, there's there's some than... really really great mind-blowing moments in it and then there's you can like other parts that were just like good yeah yeah there yeah. were there were plenty of parts that were just like good so exactly. we'll put it there his dark materials remains top of a class apparently okay uh next i have gardens of the moon and i also have dead house gates in there these are the first two books of erickson's malazan series Josh and I read these. Ben and Jake have not yet. So... I read Gardens of the Moon. Oh, Just Ben read Gardens. Okay, sorry about that. Okay, we uh, next year we plan on reading a lot more Malazan. So where did these go? I mean, the beginning of of the series, the beginning of Malazan was pretty good, but I feel like Gardens of the Moon maybe like C and Deadhouse like... Gates. Deadhouse Gates was yeah. quite a bit better for me. It was it was quite a bit better. Yeah. So, okay, maybe there was a reason that I separated them. I'm going to put Gardens of the Moon ahead of Starsight and Deadhouse Gates goes here. I don't know. Dang, okay. Red, Red Rising. So I'm looking to get into Malazan. You're saying Red Rising is better than the first book? Uh, uh, I think no, it was left no. to right. Left to right. Poppy War is the best. And then Deadhouse no, Gates saying, book two. How does the, your brain work? No, I'm saying the first book. Isn't Gardens of the Moon the first book? Yes, so red I'm rising, saying Red Rising the, is the better. The Red than Rising the, trilogy uh, is better than the first book, yes. Okay. Okay. Harry Potter. A the tier. Entire, the entire series. I'd say I'd say A. It's right? S tier. It's not S in my mind. It's really good, but it's A in my in my opinion. In my, it, to me, it's like high B or mid A. No, dude. It's, so it's, uh, that's the range. How do you how do you rate such different series from yeah, Joe to Brandon Sanderson to Harry Potter? So great at what they're trying to do individually, but then yeah. to combine them into one rating. So a. top of top of A tier then. Top of A tier, I could argue. I uh, yeah. I see mid A. Here's no. the thing. Here's okay. I'm just gonna say <laughs> Harry Potter revolutionized books for like a whole generation. Oh yeah, we can't argue with that. So, I mean, just just with that effect, I'm going to say it's got to be the highest A tier. I, I went back and reread the first two, I think, this year, just like on a whim. And they're so, like, they just do such a good job of taking you in a different world and letting you escape. They're some of the best escape books that they're really good. I, yeah. How much of that is because of your nostalgia, though? No, yeah, they're really, they're, and I know that they're like middle grade, but they're just really easy to read. Like, the, you yeah, know, they're not, they're not really grade. well. Middle middle grade is below YA. They're not. Well, the first book I think is it's it's, it's middle, middle grade, grade to YA. Yeah, they yeah, like by the, the first, time you get the, up to seven, you're yeah. The first YA. the first book the first book is middle grade. First, and then they the move first into book YA. definitely is middle grade. Yeah, I would say, 
like the strongest strength, the biggest strength that has strongest strength is, of the strength <laughs> of the strong <laughs> is um, just the unique voice the the series has. Like yeah. all the words she comes up with for the Wizarding World. You know what I mean? It's so like you hear a word, and you're like, oh, that's like a Harry Potter world. You know, like Muggle yeah. and Gryffindor yeah. and all that stuff. Indeed, indeed. I I honestly just feel like I fall into the world. Like, yeah, which plays yeah. into that you just like being absorbed yeah. by this this other world. All right, there it is, Harry Potter. Okay, I have I have the world here, but what this really means is we have time books one through six because that's what we reviewed, Jake and S-tier. I with Caden with Caden. <laughs> so books one through six, Jake, are S-tier. an S tier because it has it has it no has spoilers, some man. of the the greatest moments. It has uh, fi- no, uh no spoilers. What I'm to say, Shadow Rising in it, and it has. The end of Lord of Chaos, like it has amazing moments in there. All right, well, yeah, books one through six, we can toss an extra. Uh, we may lower it if we add in, you know, some of these slog books. I think books you might need to lower future. those. No, get out of here. Yeah, it's not going to be. The, Jake will no. leave the episode, I think, if we lower it. So it is going it's, to. It, it should be higher than Rhythm of War, individually. Rhythm of War. I don't know if it's higher than Stormlight, but it's higher than Rhythm of War. All right, continues to move up because Jake is too hard to argue with. Okay. <laughs> So I put in I put in a few entries for Dresden. This guy represents Dresden one through fifteen, which some of us have. Well, Ben and Ben read all one through seventeen, and I separated them out just because Josh and I only read Battleground and Peace Talks relatively recently. I think I read Full Moon this year or whatever the second one's called. Okay, so you can contribute a little bit, even though I know that you you are not a big fan. So uh, Dresden one through fifteen. This is like impossible. I don't know why I'm trying to do this. I don't know. Maybe this goes like A or B. I think A tier. If it's if they're all the same quality as the first two books, I would say B tier. It's better. Yeah, it's better. I, I again, I think that Dresden is one of those books that has done something pretty unique in making a very intricate world that you can you really feel like you can live in. Kind of like Harry Potter. What do you what you're saying, Jake? Like there's so much different f- facets to the world and mm-hmm. I really appreciate that. All right. I'm not sure why I separated peace talks and battlegrounds because I, I don't know. I'm going to can... go B tier for those, man. I mean, yeah. they were good and they had some great moments in it, but I would definitely say B tier. Oh, sorry. When you're saying one through, I thought you were splitting the series in half. I don't know how many of them there are. There's so 17 for some reason. I, since the, since we uh, peace talks and battlegrounds came out, this year, I thought we just split them apart in our rating. That may have been foolish, but okay, we'll put Peace Talks and Battleground in there. Okay, three body problem trilogy. That's that's Ooh, A or S a, for me. It's a, yeah, that's that's top of A or maybe is it better than Harry I'm, Potter? I'm gonna go S tier. I'm gonna go S tier. It was my. I think it's between middle. I think it's between. I don't Mistborn. think it's quite S tier. It was. You guys need. You guys don't like science fiction. I'm just going to say, I read the first book. I I only got like maybe a quarter of the way through the first book before I had to put it down because it was too hard for me to follow. So if that, I think that that should drop the rating a little bit. You listen to it though. You listen to it. (laughs) You listen to it way too fast. I'm guessing is what happened. Yeah, probably. Yeah. What were you saying, Josh? It took you like two years to read this book, man. And constant badgering. no. I, I read year. the I read the first book in a day, like literally under 24 hours. The second book took me like a month, and then I didn't start the third book for like eight months because I was reading other things. And oh, it was because I didn't have because I had the audio book for it, but I didn't have the actual physical book for it. And then 
I, I have more time to listen than to read. So I, 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 I do really like this book and I think about it a lot. Um, it's, so it's S tier science fiction. Yeah, but maybe. I like the slot in A tier just below Harry Potter. No. Look, it's, it's hard to rate all of these. So uh, <laughs> since I do control the board, I do get to decide. And, uh, and we are talking about the trilogy here, not just the first book, despite that uh, image there. There's some really weird some moments of opinion here. There's some really weird moments in the second and third book. Yeah. Like amazing mind blowing moments, but also some like really weird things. <laughs> All right. How about Lord of the Rings? The trilogy. D tier. I'm just kidding. Everything else is built off of that. I feel like All it right. needs to be a first in S tier. Cause it's like the granddaddy. Yeah. Of yeah, it does. You know? yeah. Yeah. Okay. Wow. All the way up to first. <laughs> All right, uh, a couple of Joe Abercrombie series got put together. So we have the first trilogy, which is, the blade itself before they're hanged and last argument of Kings. I think three of us have read these, me, Ben and Josh. Jake's looking to start pretty soon. The first trilogy is like, okay, I'm not, I'm not going to lie. I mean, I like this, the later series a lot, but I would first, say, yeah, I think I could see it in B. Wow. That's going to make some of our diehard discord people pretty angry no no, no. Our, our discord people agree that he gets better as okay, he goes okay. on. That, that's what i had heard that the first series wasn't as good it's as above poppy war books. it's above poppy war say one thing about first law say that it gets better with time uh next series so this is the represents the collection of his standalones which is on the spot can i come up with names best surf cold the heroes, the heroes best surf cold and red country and the collection of short stories and sharp ends. So this gets better, and I'm going to put it in A tier, but I don't know exactly where. Uh, maybe the middle of A tier. Better than Mistborn. Well, okay. I, I, really like be... I really like Best of Cold. The ending of Best of Cold wasn't my favorite, and I am, like I said, I'm somewhere. I don't know exactly my progress on the heroes. I think I'm like maybe a quarter to halfway through somewhere, somewhere in there. And it's really good. I'm really liking it. Okay, Josh, where to close this out, where does the Dark Dang. Tower series this go? This one's hard. This was this one is an A tier, I think. Okay. And since you're the only one who's read it, you have sole control of the board. Where does it go in A tier? <laughs> okay. Dang. It's going to go between Harry Potter and three-body problem. Dang. Josh you loves know, after, the Dark Tower. Finishing the stand, I really want to read the Dark Tower, like all the Dark Tower. There is, there is a, there is a lot of resolution that happens from the stand in Dark Tower, and I really wish I would have read the stand before I read Dark Tower for for some things. When I first wanted to get into Stephen King, so I read Pet Cemetery, and then I was like, I want to read the books, whatever, like like all his extracurricular books that gets me into the Dark Tower series, which is why I really wanted to read the stand. So, so you really need to read Salem's Lot. Salem's Lot, okay. 100% Salem's Lot, yeah. This is interesting. Like my takeaway from this tier list is once I finish the book I'm reading now, I was able to jump back into Wolf's Call now that I finished The Stand. and By Anthony Ryan. Yeah. And my wife and I do this thing every Christmas Eve where we give each other a book. And the thing is you have to finish that book before the next Christmas Eve. And I was literally reading all day Christmas Eve to finish <laughs> the book so that way i could Oof. receive the gift this year so now my reading slate has opened up a bit but it's good to see that um abercrombie is so high because that yeah, was the next on my really list good. after wolf abercrombie Call. is one of the best working authors right now 
I'm a little disappointed to see, um, and these are, I'm just talking about books that I haven't read. I'm disappointed to see the first of Malazan and C tier. Cause I feel like that's going to be hard to get into anyways. And then Here, here's the thing. The if Ryan was here, if Ryan was here, then it would be higher. I think that M- Malazan really, it appeals to some people and those people that it appeals to like love it and swear by mm-hmm. it. And other people it just doesn't appeal to as much. And that's okay. That's just like, kind of what the series is yeah. you know so and Jake, look I, I mean we've only read two books so i don't think we're even yeah. really qualified yeah i think I, this, I, this may be a series where we have to finish the entire series before we can really look yeah. back and adequately rate some of these others yeah so i could eat, uh, yeah i could see these ones moving up any any takeaways from you guys takeaways uh we read a lot of really good books <laughs> this year and covered them um with fantastic reviews that you must listen to immediately yeah and for sure if you if you're listening to this podcast put your own ratings on discord. We'll throw this on discord and kind of the general chat and hopefully get some good discussions about it. Nice. And then this will be the competition for next year. So we will tweet out when the competition starts. It'll be a series of Twitter bracket competitions. Send us your favorite books that you read in 2020 and you have a chance to win. So if you like Phantology, you can find more again at www.phantologybooks.com. You can support us at patreon.com slash phantology underscore books. And please join on Discord. We've talked about Discord a, f- a few times. If you want to be a part of these conversations, you can do that on the invite links that are on all of our social media postings and on the website and wherever. Like, if you're on the internet, we're on Discord as well. You can find us there. So thanks so much for listening. And uh, here's to a better 2021, right? Yeah. Yeah, let's do it. Thanks, guys. <laughs>